With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. E-S-N-Y. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Fantasy Sports Playbook. My name is Lawrence Dotto. I am the head fantasy writer for Elite Sports New York. And today we are without Rob Savo. We're going to have to kind of muscle through. You know, he's the brains behind this operation. So you guys are stuck with me today. It's my first solo pod. So let's hope this doesn't go over, you know, too terribly. And Rob will want to keep working with me. Now, week two was a lot of expected outcomes and some that weren't we had some injuries we had some surprises so what we're going to do we're going to keep this short again we're keeping on a half hour i'm going to talk to you about some of the things that stuck out to me what you got where you, some players you should worry about some players you shouldn't worry about and some players you should look to add so the monday night game obviously hasn't played yet but does anyone know who the number one score was out of quarterbacks receivers everybody nope 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 not patrick Mahomes. Nope, not Lamar Jackson. Close. Demarcus Robinson, Kansas City receiver, stepping up in the Tyreek Hill role. Six receptions, 172 yards, and two touchdowns on six targets for a grand total of 35.2 points in PPR scoring. The guy, he filled in. Everybody was all in. You want any part of this Kansas City passing attack that you can get. But it looks like Demarcus Robinson, he's been there for a little bit longer. He's not an every week starter as of right now, but you need to add him. He is available in 98% of ESPN leagues. He's shown us in the past where everyone's on Tyreek Hill, everyone's on Travis Kelsey, then bam, Robinson jumps in and takes some points. Again, bad Oakland Secondary, kind of took advantage of him. I'm not expecting the 6 for 172 and 2 scores, but he needs to be on your roster. When Chiefs are projected to be in a shootout game, which most of them are because their defense is so bad, he needs to be rostered in all leagues. He's going to be my number one pickup of the week. Now, again, who knows the number two scoring uh, player of the week? Mahomes? Nope. Lamar Jackson? Mm-mm. Julio Jones? He went bonkers? Nope. The New England Patriots defense. Now, I've recommended these guys in my daily article to play this weekend in DFS for only really one reason. The Miami Dolphins, they are awful. I guess everyone can start. Can Alabama beat the Miami Dolphins talk right now? The answer is still no. But when whoever's playing the Dolphins, whoever's playing the Giants, you need to look on your waiver wire and see who's playing these two teams because these teams are just going to give up a ton of points to fantasy defenses. New England's gone against two average teams at best. Pittsburgh, I wasn't really big on this year, heading into the year without Antonio Levion, and they're showing why. 
without Big Ben, that's another team that you're going to want to stack defenses against. New England Patriots defense, still top 10 to 12 unit. They're better than real-life defense than they are fantasy defense. I mean, two picks, two pick sixes really help their scoring. If they're out there at them, play them week by week. They have some juicy matchups the first five or six weeks of the season. You can roll with them. And then, of course, if they keep putting up 35 points, you'll find some donkey in your league that'll want to trade for him. So I'll definitely do that. We're going to do a little bit of a newsflash here. Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, pretty good at football. Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, 31 and 30 fantasy points, respectively. Did it in two different complete ways. Patrick Mahomes, 443 in the air for four touchdowns. Lamar Jackson, 272 for two passing touchdowns. But what sets him apart, why I loved him in the preseason, was 16 rush attempts for 120 yards. Mahomes, doesn't matter the matchup, he's still going to get his. Still the number one quarterback. Lamar Jackson, he's going to be a top five quarterback. Top three, may I say? That's, that sounds weird coming out of my mouth. But Lamar Jackson is a guy who's going to get you points no matter who they're playing. He can either pass in the air like we saw last week against Miami or he can do it a little bit in the air and do most of his damage with his feet. Lamar Jackson is still available in your league, which I highly doubted after last week's outburst. He's still available in 5% of leagues, so if your league still some reason has him out there, you need to add him. Now, one guy that really jumped off the page of me was Emmanuel Sanders. He scored 28 fantasy points. He had 11 catches for 98 yards and a touchdown. Joe Flacco is not elite. You know, you can hear some people out there saying that he is, but he's still not the guy that he once was. But he can still produce a fantasy receiver that can give you value every week. Emmanuel Sanders is going to be a guy out there where this is a tough matchup against Chicago. And he showed up, like I said, 28 points. He's not going to put up that, but he's a solid number three receiver for you. So if he's out there and someone needs some receiver help, or if you need receiver help, I would throw him a trade out there because... This isn't going to be 28 points every week, but he's going to be out there scoring 10 to 15 solid option PPR. And just enjoy it because Joe Flacco, once he locks onto a receiver, he's one of the quarterbacks that will keep going to him. Dalvin Cook, not much to say about him. He's going to be top five, top seven fantasy running back. He was last year before he got hurt. To give him the rock, 20 touches, 154 yards, and a touchdown, three receptions for 37 yards. Guy's going to be a beast. They're going to give him the ball. They don't trust Kirk Cousins, which may not be a good thing for Dalvin Cook because they're going to force feed him the ball. If you have him, keep riding him. Zach Prescott, still not good. Went against two awful defenses in Washington and the Giants. Not buying him. If you have him, trade him now. He is not good at football. Jerry Jones is going to pay this guy a lot of money, and then he's going to be pretty sad afterwards because he's going to realize that he's pretty bad at football. Julio Jones, great at football. Eagles secondary, he always tears up the Eagles. This is another game for him, 5, 106, and two touchdowns. Probably the number one receiver heading in for the rest of the season. Just enjoy the ride. Now, Tampa Bay might have a new number one receiver in Chris Godwin. Eight catches, 121 yards, and a touchdown. Carolina, you know, they don't have the best secondary, but Chris Godwin just looks like the guy Jameis is targeting out there. That's the biggest thing. Who's Jameis targeting? He doesn't target O.J. Howard. If you have him, dump him. He, he's This has been a routine for the last couple of years. He just doesn't throw the ball to O.J. Howard. He likes Cameron Brait. He likes those slot receivers. He likes those fast guys. I wouldn't panic too much on Mike Evans. If you're getting some trade offers for him, I would feel him out, but I still have confidence that Mike Evans is going to be a top 12, 10 to 12 option every week. Mark Andrews, 
Dude's a stud. Top 5 to 7 option. Another 25 fantasy points. Roll him out there. But again, the Ravens played Arizona. Arizona plays at such a high tempo that Baltimore threw the ball more than they're probably going to for the rest of the year. They're not going to throw the ball this much. They want to run the ball. They want to slow the game down. But when Arizona's out there, they're going to run out. They're going to throw, 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 run, run, run. They're going to keep that clock going. They're going to get a lot of plays in. And opposing teams are going to like it. So right now, Mark Andrews, I still think it's a top seven option. Just don't expect these outbursts. If you can, someone wants to trade him for a George Kittle, ooh, that's tough right now. Jimmy G does not like George Kittle that much. I might go. I might lean Mark Andrews. Lamar Jackson is showing that he's his number one guy in the offense. Mark Andrews is a real deal. If he's still available in your league, which I really don't think he is, 29%, that's a higher number than I thought it would be. He's available in 29% of your leagues. If he's out there, throw an offer at him. Get him. He's a real deal. Don't think this is a fluke. Mark Andrews is a very good tight end. Aaron Jones, people are worried about him. He bounced back for 25 fantasy points. He's still number one back in that system. They're going to kind of do a little bit of committee. It's going to be a 70-30 split. So I really wouldn't worry too much about Jamal Williams eating too much into his time. I mean... Aaron Jones touched the ball 27 times against a very good Minnesota defense. Again, top 15 option. When the matchup's right, you can be a top 5 option. Enjoy the ride with him. Calvin Ridley, he's a borderline top 20, 25 option. Atlanta is having a hard time running the ball. It's the second consecutive year. Calvin Ridley's the guy, besides Julio Jones, that's going to catch the ball a ton. 8 for 105 and a touchdown. I'm all for Calvin Ridley, especially Dynasty League. He looks like he's going to be developing to a number one. And then Atlanta, they're going to throw the ball a lot. San Francisco has a little bit of a running back by committee, but they both went bonkers yesterday. Um, Raheem Mostert, I don't know. I'm not really buying into this guy too much. I still think Matt Braid is a guy you want to own in that team. I just think Cincinnati's defense is that bad, but they're going to give up a ton of fantasy points. Moser, it looks like if Breda gets hurt, he might be a borderline top 25 running back. But as of right now, I would add him if you have Matt Breda and you're starting him because he's he's going to be a handcuff. He's still going to get 13 to 15 touches, but the 24 fantasy points is probably going to be his best game of the year. Travis Kelsey's good. You don't have to worry about him. Austin Eckler looks like he's filling in great for Melvin Gordon. You don't have to really... They only scored 10 points, and he still got 23 fantasy points. He had, 17, he had 23 total touches for 120. 33 yards and a touchdown. Guys money in the bank. Detroit's a pretty decent defense, at least their coaches, you know, a defensive guy. Austin Eckler is top 10 option at this point. He's getting the workload. The offense is decent, and it's not much more you want from him. Now, here's the Vance McDonald that everybody's been looking for. Seven for 38 yards and two touchdowns. All this value getting driven up by the touchdowns. The biggest problem is he's got a new quarterback. Ben Roethlisberger's out. We're gonna get we're gonna touch on the Big Ben and the Steelers, so we're not gonna get too much into it. Still a top fifteen option, but I can't really trust him week in week out though. Big Ben throwing in the ball. Not really buying into the Jimmy G hype. Two ninety seven for three, but again, I think Cincinnati has maybe a bottom three defense, maybe the worst in the league. I'm staying away from him. I still don't rank him in the top 15, maybe even 20 quarterbacks. That last week was just a fluke game. He's a DFS play when the matchup is right. Now, everyone's favorite quarterback, Josh Allen, is showing people that 
he can do more of his legs. He had a solid 22 fantasy points, 19 for 30, 253 and a touchdown with seven rushes for 21 yards and another rushing touchdown. He's going to give you value with his legs. He's got a safe floor. What I mean about that is his legs are going to make him a startable quarterback regardless of matchup. He's going to run the ball. He's going to get the ball. When they get close, they're going to try to give it to Josh Allen. He's a big boy back there. He's going to run the ball in. Josh Allen's a guy that I love going forward. If he's available, Adam. Tyler Boyd stepped right in for the A.J. Green role, and he's 10 for 122 for 22 fantasy points yesterday in PPR scoring. They lost this game by 24 points, and he still got his. So Tyler Boyd is looking like a receiver, wide receiver two for the rest of the year. Solid player. Again, Andy Dalton's leading the league in passing, and they're 0-2, and they're not looking like a very good football team. Again, teams with bad defenses, it's going to make the offenses better because they're going to be on the field more. Tyler Boyd, man, he's a guy. I, I like Tyler Boyd. If, even when A.J. Green comes back, Offenses can support two wide receivers, especially one that's going to be thrown a lot. Top 15 option, may I say? I don't know about... Nah, 15 sounds dirty to say. We'll say top 20. Will Disley... Um, no. 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 5 for 50 and 2 touchdowns? No. Don't add him. No. Stay away, please. Now, a guy that's interesting is... John Ross third. This guy, I'm still not really buying into him. Four for 122 and a touchdown. 112 and a touchdown. My apologies. Again, my first solo pat my first solo podcast. Still a little, you know, a little nervous. Just trying to talk to you guys and try to sound somewhat interesting. John Ross, Adam. It's gonna be tough starting every week, but he needs to be added in all weeks. Debo Samuel. You know, and I, I can add a Friday reference in, but I'm really not that cool to be adding Friday references. I, I just don't have that coolness in me. And this is the guy you want in San Francisco. He's getting, he's led the team in targets last week. They're getting the ball rushing at two rushing attempts. We're only seven yards, but still, that means they're trying to get him the ball in different situations. Debo, I added him in a dynasty league. He, they dropped him in the second round for a reason. They needed a big play receiver, and he was considered by most the top receiver in last year's draft. Again, not cool enough for a Friday reference. You can add your own in there. Add Debo. If you need receiver help, 49ers are going to be passing the ball a lot. I think they're going to be down in a lot of games. Their defense isn't very good. Um, Michael Thomas. This is a guy I want to talk about. 10 for 89 for a solid 18.9 fantasy points. PPR scoring. Now, Drew Brees is out with a thumb injury. They're saying he's getting surgery as as of early as today. Teddy Bridgewater, if he's not out there breaking his legs, he really hasn't done much for fantasy purposes when he's been out there. Last game, he looked awful. I know the, the game script was meant for Drew Brees and the Rams defense. It has been good except for the Super Bowl. The last couple, you know, over the last couple of games, heading back to last season. Oh, man. I have Michael Thomas in some keeper leagues, and I don't know what to do with him because this is kind of the glimpse you're going to get when Drew Brees retires, if he does after this year or the year after. His value is going to go plummeting. It's, it reminds me a lot of when Demarius Thomas had Peyton Manning, where he was a top 10 option, and everyone's like, oh, we need to get Demarius Thomas. And then the second Peyton Manning retired, his value plummeted. I hope Michael Thomas doesn't have this happen to him, but... 
If it does, I am not shocked. If you can get some trade offers, if you can still trade him for like a Devontae Adams or another top tier receiver, or even Antonio Brown, which we'll talk on soon. Michael Thomas, man, without Drew Brees, it's going to be tough. That team, the same with Alvin Kamara, man. That that whole, I want nothing to do with the Saints offense if Drew Brees is out. It's a completely different team. Nine, nine, oh, nine. They only scored nine. Nine. I sound like a German over here. Oh. Avoid them if you can trade them for season-long leagues. But if you're in the keeper league, I would still hold on to them. But I wouldn't be mad at you if you decided to trade them and get something more. Who else we got here? Tyler Lockett, again, is going to be Russell Wilson's number one option. Ten receptions for 79 yards and 12 targets, which is kind of the opposite of him. He's more of a guy that catches three to four balls but scores a touchdown and scores a long run in him. Love Tyler Lockett, top 15 option for the rest of the year. Cooper Cup's amazing. That run he had, he kind of went Marshawn Lynch on everybody and just stiff-armed everybody. Ran about 60 yards. Cooper Cup's, when he, before he got hurt last year, he was a t- number six wide receiver. Him and Jared Goff, you saw that offense in the Super Bowl without him. It's just not the same. Cooper Cup, if you can go out there and get Cooper Cup in your league, he's going to be a top 10 option for the rest of the year. That dude can ball. Fonte Adams, good at football. Hashtag analysis. Christian Kirk. Oh, this guy. Christian Kirk. I don't know what to do with him. I love the Arizona offense because they're just going to run a ton of plays out there, but I'd still rather Larry Fitzgerald than him. Six for 114 against a pretty good Baltimore defense. Oh, I still can't add this guy. He's no. Just no. He's got weird, stupid white guy hair. No. Derrick Henry. Dude's good at football. Play him. Washington Redskins. Terry McLaren. Said that wrong. Sounded wrong. Just going to keep it out there. You know, that's what I think about him. Just keep him out there. Don't even pick him up. Five or 62 and a touchdown on nine targets. I don't want anybody that Case Keenum is throwing the ball to. He's not going to be worth that. This is probably going to be his best game of the year, and you're paying for his upside if you add him and you drop somebody that's going to be better. Just stay away from him. Garbage, hot doo doo. Greg Olson, top ten option, six for 110. Can't go wrong with him. Carry on Johnson, twelve, only twelve, t- fourteen total touches for 87 yards and a touchdown. Detroit needs to get this guy the ball more. They got to stop giving to that big old chonk boy, C.J. Anderson. He's too chonk to be a running back. He just put him at tight end or something. He's just taking away carries from a good running back. Still like on Johnson. I would love to see him get more touches. He's put up 17 fantasy points with only 14 touches. That just shows he was outside. Case Keenum. No thanks. Marquise Brown. Dude's fast. But they call that country fast where you can just outrun everybody. That's how fast he is. I mean, the dude just runs and runs. But it's hard to trust him. It's hard to really trust any San Francisco 49 receiver. Again, if I'm going to add one, it's going to be Debo Samuel. But not Marquise. Another Marquise, Marquise Brown. This dude is putting up a battle for rookie of the year. 8 for 86 on 13 targets. Again, Arizona plays at such a high pace. I want to see Baltimore play a non-crappy NFL team. Then we're really going to see the value of Marquise Brown and these other Baltimore Ravens. Again, Adam, keep. I would probably play him next week. They're playing Kansas City. That's going to be a gold matchup. But again, after that, if he goes off again, you might want to look into trading this guy because I'm still not buying the Lamar Jackson hype of him being able to throw a football very well. Stay, Keep him. If you can trade him, I would in a heartbeat. Devin Smith. I don't know if this guy is white. This guy is black. I can't tell by his picture, but man, 3 for 74 and a touchdown. I'm going to keep the short and sweet. 
Nah. See ya. All right. Next, well, Kyle Murray gonna run a bunch of plays, 349 yards. He's gonna rush more than he did, only three for four uh, total yards. Baltimore's got a good solid defense. Love Kyle Murray, top 12 option, has the upside with his rushing ability, be a top five running back for the rest of the year. Jacoby Brissett, nah, nah. Frank Gore, dude can't really read. It's kind of just like, eh, hey, I'm Frank Gore, I'm gonna go out there and just run my head into things and get some fantasy points. Solid flex play if you need it, but I know Devin Singletary got hurt, so that might open up some more carries, but, I mean, touched the ball 21 times for 16 fantasy points. Not a bad ad, but never really exciting to play Frank Gore. I mean, he's probably older than half the coaches in the NFL now. Garner Minshew, the dude is a stud off the field, but on the field, 12 for 33 for 213 yards. That's just a lot of short dump passes, and hopefully someone can break one. Not really buying into him. Got a good matchup. I mean, the best matchup they're going to have all year is against Kansas City, and that's already gone. Um, keep on the free agent wire unless you have Breeze and Roethlisberger, and there aren't many other options. But again, quarterback's so deep, you don't need to really force it. Now, Antonio Browns looked like Antonio Brown. He had eight targets for four receptions and 156 yards, and he had his first rush since 2016. Once he gets more act, you know, familiar with the playbook and the teammates, he's going to be a number one receiver. I still think he's got the upside to finish his number one. Tom Brady's still a great quarterback. He even missed him on a touchdown throw, which could have made his day look a lot better. If someone's not buying into Antonio Brown, I'd do it now. Buy him, buy, 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 buy. It's kind of like in sync right there. I think I'm going to make this whole podcasting and analyst thing doesn't work out in you know, fantasy sports writing. Pretty sure I could start a boy band with those vocals. Nicole Hardman. This was a guy that everyone was all about, and then Robinson took all the shine away. But this guy could have had two touchdowns because there's a holding call on LaShawn McCoy that brought it back. He could have had a monster day. Four for 61 and a touchdown. Again, they drafted this guy not knowing what was going to happen to Tyreek Hill. He's the same guy. They're going to tell him to run deep, and he's going to run past everyone, and Patrick Mahomes is going to bomb it deep. This is the guy I'd rather hem than Robinson. So, McCole Hardman, man, I don't know. He, he's fast. I love watching him play against Oakland. He just looked faster than everybody. Adam, he's going to be a great wide receiver three with the upside of being a wide receiver number two because of Patrick Mahomes. Carolina, Peyton Barber, you know, Carolina, Tampa, Peyton Barber just, eh. Touch the ball 23, 24 times, only put up 16 fantasy points. Mostly driven by the touchdown, not buying it. Todd Gurley, man, what happened? They're just not giving him the ball. 19 touches for 15 fantasy points, 16 just shy of. Still like Todd Gurley, just needs to get more touches. Who else is out there that's really sticking out to me? D, uh, DK Metcalf, dude is yoked, but can't really trust him on a week-in, week-out basis. Adam, if you're in a dynasty league, sure, why not? Because Russell Wilson's going to be there for the next couple years. Not really buying into the hype. Mari Cooper, 4 for 44 and a touchdown. Still looks like he's dealing with that foot problem, man. I don't know if I can really trust him week in and week out as the number one or number two receiver that people are drafting him as. If you have Mari Cooper, I would trade him ASAP and do it quickly. Matt Breda is a guy I love this week. Running the ball 12 times for 121 yards and, you know, catching the ball for 11. The guy is, he's good at football. If there's a running back that I want, it's going to be Matt Breda. You know, Kyle Shanahan's offense, they support a number one receiver who I think is Debo Samuel and the running backs 
have been very good. Look at Devontae Freeman in his rookie year. This guy I want. Get him. David Montgomery. I don't know what the Bears are doing. They just don't like to give this guy the ball. And they finally did a little bit in stretches last night for 18 touches. 18 rushes, I should say. My bad. For 62 yards and a touchdown. The guy looks good. Denver's a very, very solid defense. And he put up 14 fantasy points, which doesn't seem like a lot. But most running backs aren't putting that much up. They shut down Aaron Jones last week. David Montgomery's the guy you want to trade for right now because this is where his value is going to be the absolute lowest. He's going to explode once the Bears figure out that Mitchell Trubisky, he's not really good at playing quarterback, but I'm not going to tell anybody that. You guys didn't hear that here. James Conner got hurt, but they're saying he's okay. We need further reports. That whole Pittsburgh offense is going to be in shambles now that Big Ben is hurt. The same with Juju. I'm looking at both these guys right now. James Conner, Juju, both top 10 at the position. If you can somehow trade them for about 80 cents on the dollar, I would do it right now. Pittsburgh might win three games all year, which might be good for these two, but I'm not really trusting Mason Randolph. He's just not very good. If there's a guy on Pittsburgh that you are looking to add that could have possible huge upside, it's James Washington. Now, James Washington, why would I tell you to trade Juju and James Conner but add James Washington? Mason Randolph, James Washington, both played at Oklahoma State together. When they both played in the preseason the last couple seasons, James Washington had 17 catches for over 354 yards and four touchdowns on just over 200 snaps. They played at college together. They're practicing together because they're both going to be second-string guys, and they're playing the preseason together. These two have a great connection. James Washington is going to be a very sneaky ad this week. Go out there, Adam. But again, if you're going to trade one of these guys, I would trade James, Connor, and Juju Smith-Schuster because we've seen once quarterbacks have a rhythm or a chemistry with a guy, that they're going to force him the ball. And I think James Washington could find himself into a top 30 receiver just based off of his experience with Mason Randolph. All right, let's wrap this up. I've been kind of just going through the top scores and telling you who I believe in and don't believe in. James Winston, guy's awful, can't throw a football. Same with Cam Newton. If you have either one of those guys, I would trade him if you can get anything for him. But if not, I would trade those two or cut those two in a heartbeat. They just don't look good. They both looked awful. I know it's Thursday night football, but these throws NFL quarterbacks should be making without any difficulty. James, I was high on James. This one hurts, but I would cut him. He's awful, not looking very good. Who else are we looking at here? Sony Michelle went back to doing Sony Michelle things. 85 reception or 85 rushing yards and a touchdown. Adam. Now you were looking for some quarterbacks to replace Big Ben. We're gonna talk injuries here. We need to find some replacements for Big Ben and Drew Brees. Big Ben's done for the season, shoulder injury or elbow injury, probably from sneaking in the bathrooms of women. He probably shouldn't have. Someone finally probably gave it to him. Some replacements. Andy Dalton's leading the league in passing. I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. Cincinnati's got a bad defense. He's going to be a guy that's going to throw the ball a ton. He's got some great pass catchers. And Tyler Boyd, and once A.J. Gary comes back, that might be one of the top two, one-two receiver duos in football. Andy Dalton would be a great add for those guys. Another guy I would add, Kyle Murray. I still love Kyle Murray. I still think he has top seven, top ten upside of quarterback. He's going to rush the ball more than he has. Baltimore's a good defense. He still put up 16 fantasy points. I love him. Not really buying Gardner Minshew. Keep him on the free agent list. Mariota, bum. 
Phillip Rivers, if he's still there, add him. Derek Carr is not very good at football. Don't go adding Derek Carr. Kansas City is an awful secondary, and you've only put up nine fantasy points. Ugh. Sorry, just took my mouth a little bit. I'm not. Nope. A guy that could have some sneaky upside, even though I kind of bashed him before, is Teddy Bridgewater. This game plan was meant for Drew Brees. Game was on the road. Wasn't really expecting to get in there. 17 for 30 for 165 yards. He rushed a little bit. As long as this guy's leg doesn't break in 17 different places, I think he could be a valuable, you know, reliable top 20 quarterback if you have somehow Cousins and Brees and there's no one else out there. I would add Bridgewater if you're in quarterback trouble. Could have some decent upside for you. I mean, that offense has still got Kamara. It's got Michael Thomas. They got some, you know, Latavius Murray. They still got the options there where... If he just plays halfway decent, it's going to be a pretty good situation, isn't it? I wouldn't go adding Taysom Hill, even when Drew Brees went out. Tells you that he's a quote-unquote quarterback that Sean Payton didn't even allow him to throw the ball. He had two catches for 16 yards. Ugh, don't even think it. Don't get cute. Don't add him. Quarterback's thin, guys. Those are the top two guys you should be adding. Again, Mariota, no. Mason Randolph, no. Eli, no. Cousins, no. Cousins, man, talk about the guy that got paid a lot of money. It's because he tinfoils his grill. Like, when he cooks his food on the grill, he uses tinfoil. That's all you guys need to know about this guy. He's a, just a wackadoo. No, Kirk Cousins, no. They've had some pretty good matchups, no. Mitchell Trubisky, no. Again, there's only there should be some decent quarterbacks out there. I mean, if Josh Allen's out there, grab him. Jimmy G, I'm still not buying into, but he's going to be a high-volume guy because Kyle Shanahan's offense is just going to throw the ball a lot. Now, there's a there's still the Monday night game going on, but quarterbacks took a pretty big hit this week. Got a, I got a, I got a waiver wire album. album. I'm not really dropping a rap album yet. Maybe by the end of this I might. But overall, some injuries, guys. we got to come through. You might have to make some trades. If your team is struggling, you start off 0-2 like I've had a couple teams because I've had O.J. Howard, who's been crapping the bed pretty well, if I may brag a little bit about how bad he's been. Make some trades, guys. If you have two, if you have some depth at receiver, do a two-for-one for a running back. If you need some running back help, don't be afraid to go out there and make some trades because right now, even the 2-0 teams might not be too confident in themselves. They might have gone against two bad teams. And they, they're looking to trade. Go out there and make trades, guys. That's how you win these leagues. The draft is a great way to win your league. You gotta make some trades. You gotta go in the free agent wire, guys. You gotta take some chances. If you're off 0-2, guys, going off going 0-2 isn't that bad. Going 0-3 could be almost impossible to bounce back from. Again, a solo pod, guys. Next time I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. I'm gonna maybe go by position, go some guys that were, you know great some guys that were bad who i'm buying who i'm not just went through a list of guys thought some guys that stuck out in week two we're starting to see some guys roles in the offense so we're gonna know who to add who not to add who to start trading who to start trading for now i think i'm gonna start doing that next podcast which i'll probably do wednesday where i'll do a little bit about guys i sh- you should trade for guys you should trade you know trade away some guys you should be adding on the free agent wire so again, guys, thank you for joining my first solo pod. Wasn't a little cut and dry here. Next time I had a little bit of more humor. You know, I, I got a face for radio for a reason, and I'm hoping that I can help you guys a little bit with some of these players to add, who to believe, who not to believe. 
If you guys are looking for any fantasy advice, look at me on Twitter. My name is Lawrence Dotto. It's pretty original. It's my own name. My mom gave it to me. You know, pretty sick humble brag there. But again, thank you for tuning in to the podcast. See you guys next time.